Debt is like fire. Is fire good or bad? Well, it depends on what you use it for. Hey, good people. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins. And I'm Jay from Push Black. Welcome to Building Black Dollars, the show where we give you the practical tools to take charge of your finances and build black economic freedom. Today, we're talking about debt. So a lot of folks are in debt. Debt has probably been around since the creation of money and currency. And today, we see folks struggling to pay newer forms of debt, like student loans, credit cards. It's everywhere. The thing about debt is that we're trained to go deep in debt from the time we're born. America is a country that has millions of people that are as addicted to extravagant consumption as some people are addicted to opioids. But in general, for Black people, there are certain kinds of debt that tend to affect us more than other kinds. For example, we tend to be hit the hardest by the payday loans that are in, in a lot of our neighborhoods. They tend to put the payday lenders in poor Black communities because they can't put them in the suburbs. They don't allow that. A lot of the rent-to-own companies, that tends to aim toward those with lower income who have plenty of money to spend. They can pay a bill as well as a wealthy person can. What they have trouble doing is accessing capital either because of bad credit scores or a low capital base, right? But they can pay a bill because many of us have rented an apartment where we literally paid more money to the landlord every month than the landlord was paying in the mortgage. A lot of renters pay off the house for their landlord. That's an absolutely insane, ridiculous system, right? But it's, but it's life. That's what it is. Another type of debt that tends to hit Black people hard is uh, student loans. Student loans have cost Black people at least a couple trillion dollars in Black wealth. Student loans, in my view, are the reason why Black wealth is declining, not going up. A lot of people are stuck on the corporate plantation, living in a pile of dead dreams because they cannot pay off the student loans. Student loans are the ultimate dream killer for millions of people because uh, this sharecropping scenario that we get stuck in where we're forced to labor away on the corporate plantation for life and kill any other dreams we might have had is largely driven because you're entering into the workforce with an amount of debt that is almost impossible for you to repay at your current income level. You have to take the time to do a diagnosis on yourself and look at where you are. Uh, look at the student loans, look at the payday loans, look at the credit card loans. And then also another part of awareness is knowing the difference between good debt and bad debt. Borrowing money to start a business, that's not bad debt. That can be good debt. Borrowing money to buy a house is typically good debt. Borrowing money to buy a new Gucci belt or a new pair of Jordans, that's bad debt. Borrowing money to go on vacation, that will be considered bad debt. The payday loans, bad debt. So I have student loans and I'm prioritizing paying those off um, before I go and apply for a home loan. Some people prefer to do it that way. Others don't prefer to. But uh, my thing is, instead of completely paying the student loan off, I just want to pay it down enough to where that revolving line of credit still shows up on my credit report, right? It looks good to have that diversity on the credit report as opposed to paying it completely off. Paying down debt in itself can be beneficial. Having less debt is less risky. I tend to have a preference where I don't like a lot of debt, even if it's a low interest rate. But there are other people, smart people, who don't mind a little bit of debt. And even don't mind paying a slightly higher interest rate as long as they're making plenty of money from the debt. You know, if I go and I buy a house and even if the interest rate is something crazy like 10%, if the growth of the value of the property is 20% a year, then I'm winning. And so there are some people who think debt is a good thing and lots of debt can be a good thing. 
I don't think lots of debt is a good thing for me. And that's really more of a preference thing because the more you take on debt, the more risk you have. However, debt also allows you to have what you would call leverage. Think about leverage like a slingshot. If you pull a slingshot back, the further you pull it back, the farther your rock is going to go. But the rock has to be aimed in the right direction. If you aim the rock in the wrong direction or you aim it at your mother, then that slingshot is going to hurt somebody, right? And so uh, leverage is the same way. You, know, you take on debt, it can accelerate you. Elon Musk is worth $200 billion. And he's only worth $200 billion because somebody gave him some debt. If they had never given him any financial leverage, he never could have propelled it. He'd be, he'd be bankrupt right now. So like Musk, he took out a loan in order to accelerate the growth of his business. But that seems different than consumer debt through credit cards, which is probably like you're paying interest on that. You're not earning interest. Are you able to clarify that distinction between, you know, how your average person may be entering this type of conversation with a certain type of debt that may be different than taking out a business loan? You, you know, that difference between good debt and bad debt is one that's very important to understand. It's like the difference between uh, food that makes you fat and food that makes you healthy. So ultimately, bad debt is typically debt that is simply costing you money, but not making you any money. Uh, good debt is debt that does cost you money still, but you're making more than what you're spending. So uh, a good way to look at debt might be if I get a rental car and I just pay $100 a day for that rental car, and I'm not doing anything with it except going on vacation and uh, it's spending money. That could be defined as a type of bad debt because I'm just putting money out and nothing's coming back in because I'm just using it to go on vacation. Another example might be where I have that same rental car and I'm spending $100 a day, but I'm using that car to go make money. I'm delivering pizzas or something. I'm making $200 a day delivering pizzas and paying $100 a day to get the car. That's good debt. That's an economic engine. So it's almost like looking at the human body where you have a person that weighs a certain amount, a certain weight is not necessarily a bad or a good thing. The question is, how much muscle do you have and how much fat do you have? The muscle moves you around and makes you healthy. The fat doesn't really add much value, much benefit there. I did the same thing with my student loans. I wasn't in a rush to repay the student loans. I took my extra money and put it into my business. Now I can pay my student loans off pretty easily, right? Or if, if they were still around, but you know, I knocked pretty much all of them out. So, so what I would say is that uh, the, the, the only kind of debt that you want to get rid of immediately, in my view, is high interest credit card debt. Um, I met a brother in Atlanta uh, last week who told me that he was trying to invest, but he had a bunch of credit card debt. And I said, what's your interest rate? He said, 29%. I said, that's the best investment you can make because a penny saved is a penny earned. But the interesting thing too, though, with that example, one nuance a lot of people forget is that you don't have to be strict about this. Uh, you don't have to be hard on yourself about this. Uh, a lot of people might rent a car uh, and go on vacation because they want to enjoy their money. So you, even when you're wasting money, a lot of people, a lot of these the gurus out here, they almost get to the point where they make people feel bad about wasting money for any reason. And when I see someone, quote unquote, wasting money, in many cases, they're actually getting uh, an ROI. They're, they're getting a return on their investment. It's just not a financial return. So if I take my family on a vacation and I go spend a bunch of money, after I've already handled my business, I'm not wasting money at all. I'm doing something that I probably need to do, which is to spend time with my wife and enjoy my life. A well-rounded approach to understanding money is better than a very strict, rigid regimen, which is not just boring, but it's not very fulfilling either. Yeah, you want to leave room in there to enjoy life. Penny pinching all the time and you don't have to can be very detrimental. So 
what you were describing also made me think about the terminology we use and how that sort of shapes our perspective of how we use money. So like, how else can we, we be viewing that in order to get us, you know, to a point where we can use money in a different way? People talk about debt like it's a bad thing. I don't see debt as a bad thing. I see debt as a powerful thing. Debt is like fire. Is fire good or bad? Well, it depends on what you use it for. Fire cooks your food and it keeps you warm. But last month, my aunt's house burned down because the fire got out of control and it wasn't helpful at, at that time. So really, debt is the same way. Debt is something that uh, can be the best thing that ever happened to you if it's used responsibly. And so a lot of people use debt to uh, get their business off the ground. They use debt to get themselves through a tough situation. Debt can be used in a lot of ways that makes your life better. Uh, a question I'd ask myself before I take on debt is, what, why am I doing this? What am I using it for? And I think a lot of people take on debt for no reason. They just, it's because they have a credit card and they think that means they're getting free money. And that's just not the case. It's like when I eat, like sometimes I just eat a bag of chips because I just, I'm bored. And I'm watching TV, but I'm not really hungry. And there's nothing in those potato chips that's going to be good for me. But if I'm starving, then it makes sense for me to eat. So that concept of financial awareness that we talked about earlier is very important in terms of taking those first steps to addressing debt. You have to ask yourself, why are you taking on the debt? What are you using it for? How's this debt gonna make your life better? And if you can't answer those questions, you may wanna think twice before taking it on. And just like that, we're at the end of this episode of Building Black Dollars. This podcast is produced by Push Black, the nation's largest nonprofit black media company. Barriers like the racial wealth gap and banking discrimination are systemic issues that still plague our communities. But know that economic freedom is still within our reach, and it begins with you. Push Black exists because we saw we had to take this into our own hands. And you make Push Black happen with your contributions at buildingblackdollars.com. Most people do five or ten bucks a month, but really everything makes a difference. Thanks for supporting the work. If you want to build a strong financial foundation and get your money right, visit theblackbusinessschool.com. All courses are 15% off when you use code 15OFFALLBBD. Again, that's code 15OFFALLBBD at theblackbusinessschool.com. Take control of your finances today. Hosting the show, we have finance expert and founder of the Black Business School, Dr. Boyce Watkins. The production team for Building Black Dollars includes Tarek Alani, Brooke Brown, Patrick Sanders, and Tasha Taylor. Editing the show is Ivana Tucker, and our producer is Sid Smith. Building Black Dollars executive producer is Julian Walker. Peace. <laughs>